I'm Jessica. I'm Sonia. And I'm Marie. And we are Opinionated Lushes. Like our name says, we drink too much and have an opinion on everything. Once a week, we get together to drink and talk shit. We start our episodes off with a question and a drink word. We usually never stay on topic or wait for the drink word to start drinking. So go ahead, grab a drink, any kind of drink, and get ready to laugh with us and share our drunken opinions. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Books and Booze, where the opinionated lushes invite on indie authors to talk about their books while we... uh, well, we booze. I'm going to throw it to Don to introduce this week's author. Hi, guys, and welcome. Let's welcome uh, Laurieann, and thank you for joining us on Books and Booze today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited to do this. Awesome. Please tell us a little bit about yourself today, uh, where you're from, how long you've been writing, and uh, any other little secrets you want to give us. Okay. Um, I am from Massachusetts. Uh, I still live in Massachusetts, right outside of Boston. I've probably been writing most of my life, but I didn't actually publish until 2021. Um, But I've been writing this particular book that I'm going to talk about tonight in my head, like long before that. And I actually started writing. I don't want to bring the room down to start with. (laughs) But I actually started writing um, probably in earnest after my mother died in the at the end of 2017 because we lived together and I just didn't know what to do with myself. So I was like, well, I'm going to start putting this down on paper. And yeah. I wrote it through the pan- through the first year of the pandemic and then published it in 2021. After I turned 50, my first book was published at yeah. 50, like 50, 51. Okay. See, Don, you got time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel a lot of authors came out of the woodwork during the pandemic. They had mm-hmm. nothing else to do, and they're just like, "Fuck it!" Like I'm gonna write, yeah. and yeah, that's a lot of great stories. Yeah, yeah, I I would get on Zoom calls with friends, and we would have like, you know, if we wanted to do like any kind of productivity, like even if it was just like cleaning. I guess it's called body doubling, but I didn't know that then. Mm-hmm cleaning or writing papers for school and i was like well i'm just gonna write this book and i guess because it's been in my head for a really long time (laughs) the best stories are always like manifesting for like ever right like Mm -hmm. because you have all that time and then you just build and build and build and then all of a sudden it's like a masterpiece yep i i hope i would say the core (laughs) story is what was in my head but maybe 20 25 is what i actually kind of wrote in my head and when I say I wrote it in my head, because I would commute 
back and forth to work, I wrote it in my head while I was commuting if I wasn't reading. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Weirdo Tell that I am. To like remember <laughs> all those details too. Like I have to write everything down or it's Same. gone. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's gone. Like I forget like, it. It's, I can't just hold on to a thought. And I'm mm. kind of jealous that you were able to <laughs> hold on to an entire book in your I, head. I actually work out scenes that I'm going to write while I'm in bed, try, while I'm falling asleep. While I'm in bed trying to fall asleep, I will start to work out scenes, the next scene that I want to write for something. I, I've done something similar, but like what I think of like, it's like almost in my dream. And then like, I wake up and I have this thought and then I have to write it down and then I don't go back to sleep. And that's my problem. <laughs> um, so yeah. In the morning, I'm just like, all right, like I need to write this down because I'm going to forget. It actually and, helps uh, me fall asleep. Oh, is it like you get the idea out and that that now your brain can relax? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, so the next thing in this particular story is this and how do I want to play it out? And I have forgotten certain lines where I'm like, damn, that was good. I'm so mad at myself now. Yeah, no, I would be like almost the same. I probably would have went back to bed, but then I have children and they ruin mm. everything. So oh, no. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I just have a cat. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. I wish I just had a cat too. I have a dog, a bunny, and a zillion fish, by the way. I have a whole aquarium. Um, and two oh. children that are just 10 years apart. It's just it's insane over in this household. Oh, I don't um, know the fish though. My when my ex left not my, my responsibility. Ex, yeah, when my ex left, I was responsible for the tank because he couldn't take it with him. And I what? just was, I would be like demanding that in the divorce, like you take that shit. To be fair, he left the state for very good reasons. He was going to rehab. Oh, okay. 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 I guess you yeah. can't take the fish to rehab. Yeah, no, I can't it. take him to California. So I took care of them. But like every day I'd be like, why won't you just I and I couldn't so finally I was moving from downstairs after my mom died to like an apartment upstairs and I could not take the fish and I was like someone has to come take these fish or I'm gonna have to commit fish aside <laughs> if my husband dies like that will be me i'll be like because my husband's the one that it's his aquarium it's everything like it's his little hobby um i don't want to take care of fish so don't if he dies you. or it leaves me like i come get it like i don't want it have you ever had to change the water in a fish tank Fuck no. That's his responsibility. Why would I do Don't that? ever. So I used to watch Paul do it. So I had a pretty good idea how he would do it. He would get, he would use this hose to yes. get mm -hmm. the, like, you know, the, big, the like, dirty um, water up. up. Yep. And then put the new water in. But sometimes you suck up fish water. Yep. In your it's mouth. All foiled and like. <laughs> in it's your gross. mouth. It's disgusting. Yeah. And every time I did it, I literally wanted to die. Like my mother okay, we would don't just say for that way because like yeah. my mother would just be standing there like, do you need a whiskey shot? What can I do? Yeah. I need a few, not more than one. Yeah. That would be amazing these. though. Like yeah. a good pavlov of you know, get a shot every time you do something for the fish. Oh, just give just, a bottle of whiskey like anytime you're feeding them, and like, you just take a shot. I <laughs> eventually came up with a better way to do it. I was like, I can't do this because I can't suck in any more fish water because I, I like literally would almost throw up every single time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like to all of this. Like I could never. I that's why I never touch it. Like yeah. it's not my project. That's, that's not. 
No, exactly how woman. Don't tank. ever get conned into it. I'm gonna just be like, no. There was a woman on our show once. And she said, don't. <laughs> like, listen, I got advice. Okay. And I trust her, and I don't trust you. I'm not steer you wrong. Already. Like this just seals the deal. Like mm-hmm. he, it was his idea for the fish tank. I didn't even want it. He was all like, "Hey, listen, um, autistic kids really like fish." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> it, it's true. It's true." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay," because our son is autistic, and we're trying to find ways to like make his life better. I wasn't laughing at that. It's just like that's his reasoning <laughs> to get fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You should get upper toys that do the same thing." <laughs> like you need a system which was my dumbass mistake because then he actually got a, a tank a 10 gallon tank that needed actual work and then it went from 10 to 20 and then we got other fish and like we got guppies we got it's just a bunch of stupid fish that we don't need. This is and why you can't encourage men. I just want to point out a book boyfriend would never do that. Right? No. <laughs> never create an, ecos- an ecosystem in your living room. Like that was just uh, divorces were were mentioned. It was just it was a mess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Every time he goes to the pet store. It's like he sees a new fish and he's like, we want that. I'm like, no, no, you want that. I want no part. And he'll use us to get that. She'll be like, that's a purple fish. You like the color purple? We're bringing that home. And I'm like, fuck. I can't say no to that. Also, I don't know if you have a freshwater or a saltwater tank. Uh, Freshwater. Freshwater. Don't ever let him con you into a catfish. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We actually have. um, Do you have one? No, no, no. It's. um. Oh, what are they called? There are type of catfish, um, quarry catfishes. Okay. That's all we have. That's it. We had a catfish that would literally, we had catfish and angelfish, and they were literally like serial killers. They were literally serial killers. (laughs) We have three betas. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and and like, it's two boys, one girl. Ooh, okay. I don't know how, they're coexisting. It's a 20 gallon, it's huge. Yeah, it's probably big enough. Yeah, enough. and there's yeah. lots of hidey spaces, so mm-hmm. it's it's they're doing their thing. They don't attack each other. All is well. So, um, tell us a little bit about your book. I <laughs> 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 talked about fish. Sorry, sorry. I think that was my fault more than anything. Oh, it's good. It's good. I loved it. <laughs> so, um, my book is called Demons Consort. There are no fish. and it is um about two people anya and declan who are end up to be fated mates okay and he is a demon we love that yeah and but he's it's a very different type of demon whereas he does have a beast but they're basically like businessmen kind of like they they kind of run a lot of the big cities around the world mm. they have oh, a council a like oh he's rich i write about rich men probably because i'm gen <laughs> x and there's nothing about me that's rich yeah. um, <laughs> and i don't mean to do it it just sort of happens where somebody pointed out do you know all of your men always have money and i'm like 
I guess. Because that's a fantasy. We want money. We want to be like, we're tired of being poor. Exactly. <laughs> like my vampires have money. My demons have money. It's just the way that it goes. That's um, the fantasy right there is the money. It's not even the men. It's the money. It's the money. Yeah. And um, he is fated to take a consort. And Anya has been kind of raised um, to believe that she is this consort. And uh, when they meet, she is kind of, she's definitely a badass. She is a very kind of prickly, but underneath that, she's got a really big heart because she basically takes all his friends in and all his like employees in and they become like a found family. Um, which, of course, I would write about after my mom died because my friends were my found family. And it was funny because all of my friends were like, am I this person? <laughs> and I was like, actually, yes, you were. Um, you wrote it so for me. Thank you. Yeah. So it is. It's really about the meeting and um, kind of falling in love, creating a family. But also there are outside forces at work to try and hurt them and tear them apart. So they have to kind of figure out, like, what's going on. And um, it's, it's, you know, it's a snappy little book. It's a little long. I always, I call it a Marvel origin story. <laughs> oh, Sean, you'll love that. <laughs> because it's longer probably than it needs to be, but also yeah. you get a lot of good information from it. Right. Sometimes you need backstory. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. 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 And I want I didn't. I didn't want to read from the second book because it's going to be like, what the hell's going on? So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that makes total and sense. There is I'm spice. There is spice. I, I, that's for me. The spice is for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. This is an 18 plus podcast. So yeah. okay. we love the spice. Yeah. Here. I listened to one of your podcasts and someone was reading. Um, I've listened to more than one, but I was listening to one in particular where she was reading like spicy, spicy. Very and I was spicy. Like, <laughs> and I yeah. was like, Oh, okay. So if I chose the spicy scene, that would be okay. But I didn't yep. know I could get through it. Yeah. <laughs> and something that you're comfortable with, right? Like, yep. whatever chapter you want, whatever, you know, like, I love spice. Sonya doesn't really care for it. She's more for the science. So right. that's all for her field. So it doesn't matter. And yeah, Sonya, science, no sex, just science. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all the science, so all the smart. time. So yeah, if I start talking so to like you about sex. atoms and <laughs> yeah, particles, that's just going to get it. you going. Like that that yeah. will turn her on. It won't be the peen <laughs> and the vagine. It will be the like, atoms uh, and the atoms. Like, facts, yeah. And then Jessica's like, <laughs> poor fan, right? So, like, if you got blood and gore, she's all for it. That's yeah. what gets her off. Like, yeah. no, I, well, that's not what gets me <laughs> off. Okay. <laughs> no, praise does. But... <laughs> I do have fighting scenes. Praise while someone's getting gutted. Like, oh, yeah, that, that would act okay. Maybe that. I, okay, girl. the running joke is I have a praise kink. So yeah. that's, I yeah. mean, I feel you, girl. <laughs> right? It, I was I was writing something. I'm actually writing um, a vampire novella, and he's Korean, the vampire. So I looked up how to say "good girl" in Korean today. Nice. <laughs> Just have that on repeat for the Google. Like, <laughs> were you in my apartment when I did that? Because <laughs> that's exactly what I did, and that started because I heard someone on TikTok say "good girl." I think in Mandarin, and I like nearly fell out. I said, "Well, my praise kink is international now." <laughs> I'm praise kink and bilingual, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like all nationalities and languages, just give it to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I can tell by your tone that you're <laughs> praising me. Yeah. Yes, I am a good girl. Why? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Don, or Sonia, do you have the drink words ready? I do. Are you ready okay. for them? I'm okay. ready for them. All right. They're Declan, Anya, Russian, demon, or... <laughs> so there's demon or demons. So, oh, okay. I didn't want to stop anybody from drinking. <laughs> because yeah, it was I love that. Any S sound. No, I changed it. Any, <laughs> yeah, any, any word that begins with a letter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get my drinks ready. <laughs> okay, I'm going to mute my mic so you don't have to hear my slurping sounds. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm drinking a lot. I don't know. What to <laughs> We're going to be muted. And whenever you're ready. Okay. All right. So I'm going to read um, sort of when, well, not sort of when Anya and Declan first meet and then kind of the aftermath with her best friend, Gwen. Anya got up and started walking towards the stairs. Declan sighed and started down the stairs towards a fate that he was determined would not be his. They met in the middle of the dance floor. Anya, she said by way of introduction. Declan, I like that. It suits you. He seems startled by this. Thank you? You're welcome. She was unsure where to go from here. She was more nervous than she thought she would be, and her instinct was always to babble when she felt like that. And she was working overtime to make sure she didn't do that. I don't mean to be rude, he started. <laughs> In my experience, people who say that absolutely do mean to be rude. He pulled up short and almost grinned. Well, then, I do mean to be rude. I know who you are, and I know what you're doing here, and you've come for no reason. This will not be happening now or ever. So I'm sorry you got dressed up for no reason. You can take your friend and go now. <laughs> you're a bit of a dick, huh? Her lips quirked upwards. Honestly, she couldn't blame him. This wasn't going as she planned. Ugh. I mean, she didn't expect him to fall at her feet, but she had expected a bit more civility, though she appreciated his bluntness. She found herself excited by the prospect of him, and she found banter sexy. His outright refusal to buy into this whole thing actually made her feel better. She also had not expected him to be so gorgeous. The pull she felt could have been attraction, but she didn't think so. The tug, the tingling, felt distinctive. That said, she would not mind climbing him like a ladder one day. She liked to be in control of situations, but right at this moment she wondered if she wasn't punching above her weight. I take it you're not happy to see me? She could see it on his face. His really, really gorgeous, chiseled from marble face. She could feel the heat pulling in her belly. Very perceptive, he answered sarcastically. Jesus, she was beautiful. Not your standard pretty like her friend, but she was everything he'd always liked in a woman. Curvy, redhead with a bit of bite to her. He'd never liked the pushover. Her accent was also doing things to him that he'd really rather not be thinking about right now. Why? Why what? Why are you not pleased to see me? I'm not taking a consort. Are you so sure about that? The huskiness in her voice went right to his gro groin and he almost groaned. Declan smiled despite himself. You are not going to change my mind. I am meant to be your consort. Are you going to deny you felt that tug? 
She felt it and knew he, he must have felt it as well. Even if there had been no mutual attraction, they'd both still feel that tug and the tingling that went with it. The wheels are in motion and the pull is going to get stronger. We recognized each other straight away. This is not something you can ignore. I'm not just going to go away, she said with a hell of a lot more bravado than she was feeling. False confidence, a big mouth, and tenacity had gotten her through life. And why change that now? Truth be told, she didn't really understand why she was pushing so hard for this. In the end, she'd never force his hand. Not that she thought she could, really. But man, she wasn't sure she'd ever been this attracted to someone she'd just met before. And she kind of wanted to see where it would go. Maybe she just liked playing with fire. Declan grabbed her hand and they both gasped at the charge that shot through both of them. Oh, for fuck's sake, Declan muttered as Anya grinned slowly. Okay, so not only did they have the classic mating pull, but they also had some actual personal chemistry here. There was an absence of sound, though, and at first she wasn't sure why. And she noticed that they were standing still, but the world was going on around them in silence. Nice trick, she said, her voice sounding raspy. What did you just do? I pulled you out of time a bit. You can do that? Obviously. Very cool. Could she learn to do that? Can all demons do that? Not necessarily, but it's one of my manifested powers. Very flash. I like it. Did you do it for a specific reason, though? He hadn't. It had just kind of happened when he touched her. He had felt electricity move through him and it had stunned him momentarily. He'd lost control and had pulled them out of sync with the room. He rarely used this power, which be, might be why it had manifested right then. But it was a lack of control and he was damned if he was going to admit that. Look around. What do you see? Is this a trick question? No, it's not. What I did not only pulls us out of time, but it also pulls us out of the glamour over the club. You can see it for what it is. A demon's hunting ground. We siphon energy from humans. Declan didn't, and neither did his inner circle. You had discipline, you didn't need to. But he needed her to take the situation seriously, even if it meant frightening her a little. These demons are not siphoning any more than usual, and frankly, I think they're all taking lessons generally allowed. How the fuck can you be aware of all of this? Don't know, I just am. Glamour doesn't work on me. How is that even possible? Your friend's a witch, so I know it doesn't work on her. Did she do something to you? No, she didn't. I don't know why, but I can smell it. The energy siphoning. You are shitting me. I'm not. I can generally pick out demons from humans. I don't know how I can do that either. And you can really just smell the energy being siphoned? I can. I'm used to it. She hadn't been at first, and she hated it. Now it barely bothered her. He sighed. It would be a mistake to romanticize me or the situation. You don't know me. I don't live a normal life. This isn't a fucking fairy tale. This life can be brutal. I can be brutal. I've taken lives. So have I. What's your point? Anya had not meant to share that, but she knew when she was being handed an excuse over an actual reason. Students did it fairly often, so it was something she was good at seeing through. He was just trying to convince himself and put her off at the same time. 
Her reply had brought him up short. He changed strategy. Ugh, why would you even want to saddle yourself with a demon? Normal life is not something that would work for me. Why not a demon? He dropped her hand and pulled them back into sync with the rest of the room. This is what you want for yourself? A demon who owns a handful of nightclubs? I think we both know you're so much more than that. She felt the loss of his touch and it discomfited her more than she was willing to admit. You could do so much better look at you. What about me? Do you not actually see it? You glow. You're like a big ball of golden light. He could see it so clearly. This is on top of being absolutely stunning. I have no clue what you're talking about with this light business. I'm one of the least light people I know. But I thank you for the compliment. Your eyesight's obviously going. I'm not even dignifying that with a response, but you have to go. I'm not taking a consort, not even one with your assets. Anya had to stifle the urge to laugh or scream or kiss him. She wasn't sure which. She gestured to the dance floor. You don't think I know from your life? You think I don't get darkness and violence? Trust me, if there's anyone who was meant to be the consort, the very equal consort of a demon, it would be me. Every demon in this club knows I'm something different. No one's even tried to siphon energy from me or my friend. Well, that was true. He could see other demons giving her a wide berth as she walked towards him. I would still like to know how you know so much about demons. Natalia Krasnova. He was shocked. How do you know the consort of the demon of Eastern Europe? She's family. A number of generations back, but still family. She was telling the truth. He could see that. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. She comes down from my father's bloodline. Demons are not a new concept for me. <laughs> Most demons and consorts give up their human families after a time. Declan hadn't realized that Natalia and Vlad, it would seem, still kept up with her family. She didn't. And that is only to make it easier when families die. The demons move on. Natalia did not. She's a formidable woman. Despite your family connection, this is not going to happen. I'm sorry, but as I've said, you've come for nothing. He took a deep breath. We will never happen. Saying that causing him caused him physical, actual pain. Saying that was causing him actual physical pain. This was mostly due to the connection. To deny it would cause pain, but he had to admit that his attraction to her played into it as well. Then she smiled. A genuine smile filled with sweetness and sadness, and he nearly came undone. I'm sure you think that's true, but Declan, she said his name softly, like a prayer. It's simply not. And then against her better judgment, she put her hands on his chest, leaned up, and nipped his lip. She then ran her tongue over where she'd nipped. He opened his mouth in surprise. She began kissing him in earnest. Before he could think about it, one hand grabbed her waist and the other grasped the back of her neck as he leaned into the kiss. The shock of his hands on her caused her to gasp and he used the opportunity to sweep his tongue into her mouth, meeting her tongue with his own. Her hands curled into his chest and she sighed into his mouth. They kissed for a few moments. Then with much difficulty, she ended the kiss and stepped back. I will see you soon. He started to answer that. No, she wouldn't, but she was gone, lost in a sea of people, and he felt that loss keenly. 
he had to force himself to not go after her like a randy teenager and carry her up to his office. Well, fuck, he thought. Anya raced over to the bar, slapped some money down, grabbed Gwen, and started to make her way out of the club. Gwen was trying to ask her what was happening, but Anya wasn't answering. On their way out, Anya got jostled by two demons and a human dancing together. Well, not dancing, she thought, as she growled and shoved them out of the way. God damn it, they have rooms for that here. They do, Gwen asked in surprise. They were a block from the club when Gwen ripped her hand free and stopped. Anya, I'm much shorter than you and wearing heels. Please fucking stop. Anya pulled up short. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Holy shit balls! that guy's intense and hot and intense and really hot. He said I'm stunning, and then I kissed him. Now she was definitely babbling. It's got to be the hormones. Gwen's eyes widened. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry. What did you say? Did you say you kissed him on the lips? Anya nodded. You don't kiss anyone. You stabbed the last guy who tried to kiss you. Well, he deserved it. I know, but still, what happened? Gwen hadn't been able to see them and was annoyed she'd missed the kiss. Anne told her friend what had happened, and Gwen made her describe the kiss twice. Was it nice? Was there tongue? Did he have good lips? Yes? Very? Hell yes? Fuck yes. What do we do now? Well, I need a drink and maybe food. Also, a cold shower. Twenty minutes later, they were sitting at the back of the Tsarina's house, a Russian restaurant in St. germain de Pre. The place was owned by a distant relative on her father's side, and if the name of the place was a bit silly, Anya ignored it because they treated her like a long-lost daughter, something she wasn't used to since her own family hadn't treated her like their child much of the time. Well, her father had, as much as he was able to, but he was often cowed by his wife. Anya wasn't allowed to order from the menu. They just brought her food, a lot of it, and she was never allowed to pay. Every time she walked in, she was enveloped in hugs, and truth be told, she didn't hate it. A bottle of vodka and two shot glasses appeared on the table. Thank you, Sasha. Food will be out soon. You're late. Getting too skinny. Both of you. Gwen grinned up at him. <laughs> You're my favorite. He grinned and walked away, muttering and rushing about how thin they were. <clears throat> He's adorable. What is he to you again? Uncle, maybe it's a bit convoluted. Okay, what's next? We eat. It'll be borscht, I bet. You know what I mean. I have no idea. I suppose we'll do the dance. The dance? Yeah, we dance around each other until the pressure gets to be too much, which it will. I assume the thing is now it's complicated for me as well. How so? <clears throat> I didn't expect to have such an intense reaction to him. It's more than him being ridiculously dishy demon. There's the pull. Something else under the surface, though. I expected we could handle this like a business transaction, and now I know that won't do. It will never just be business with us, which will make it even harder for him to accept. We had definite, legitimate chemistry. You know, like normal people. Well, what happens if the pressure gets to be too much? <laughs> well, if I'm honest, I'm hoping it means lots of sex. Will you try and see him again? Not sure. I'm going to try and give him some time to process and hopefully come to terms with the idea. Time for me too. Though I'm not holding my breath. When we were tonight is where he spends most of his time. He doesn't visit the other clubs as much. Do you know why? The nature of the other clubs is apparently vastly different. 
The Italian wouldn't tell me any of this. They had to corral one of her staff. There are demons, older generally, with much unhealthier appetites. It's not common either, but the demon was loath to say much more than that. Got the feeling it wasn't your usual kinker fetishism, like you and I might know. Way darker stuff. All right, I'm going to leave you with that. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Woo! Oh my gosh, I gotta make myself another drink. <laughs> also, because I'm starting to lose my voice, so no, that's totally great. That, yeah, no, I, we were chugging. Yeah, we were. I say their names a lot. Yeah, I will admit, I did that on purpose a little bit. That's oh, all. It, was, it wasn't even that. that. It was like it was like demons, and ki- there was lots of kissing there yep. for a little bit, and then yep. Russian. I was like, oh my goodness, yep. I'm just gonna drink this whole time. Thank you. I, you know, it was really hard to read it because when I wrote a lot of it, because she is Russian, I would say mm. a lot of her dialogue out loud with a Russian accent to see if it sounded all right. Yeah. So when I was reading it, I just wanted to pop into doing a Russian accent for her mm-hmm. or an Irish brogue for him. I loved it. I loved the dialogue between the characters. It was oh, very was great. Oh yeah, it was it was funny. Like like yeah. when they're like making jokes at each other and being like sly with each other and stuff. I was like, "Ah, I got a genuine <laughs> chuckle." Good. Good. Yeah, no, good. I was laughing. I like almost like spit up my drink a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch this video, yeah. <laughs> I was actually trying, like, I wanted to see your reactions, but I was like, I can't because I'll get distracted. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. This video will be posted on our YouTube channel, and then you can watch it and watch us <laughs> when we like, laughing. My mouth constantly <laughs> coming out because I'm laughing as I'm drinking. It was it was a mess, but I loved it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you loved it. I'm glad I made you spit your drink up. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is music to an author's ears. <laughs> So you said uh, you released your, like, f you published your first book recently. Does that mean you've published, like, like how many books have you published now? Three. So Three. I published Demon's Consort, and then last year I published two. I published the sequel, Demon's Guardian. Okay. And then later in the year, um, I had been writing for Kindle Vela, and I wrote a vampire thing for Kindle Vela. So... Once it was done, I um, released that as a regular release, and that's a vampire's kiss, and that's about vampire. That's obviously about vampires. Yeah. So you're like, you went from like, you know, always having the idea of writing but not doing it to just mm -hmm. like pushing through and writing three books yeah. in like a couple of years. Yep, yep. And I'm working on a novella <laughs> now, and I'm working on Demons Three. That's awesome. And uh, hopefully, maybe maybe later in the year, uh, the sequel to Vampire's Kiss. But I think I want to do a Christmas, like a Christmas short story for Demon's Consort as well. Oh, my gosh. The whole coast of characters, like every, like everybody's going to get hopefully their own book and their own love story. Oh, that oh, would yeah. be awesome. I love Christmas books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I read like Christmas smut on our live stream. Okay. I love I wrote a I read a lot of Christmas smut smut last year. So I'm here for right? it. Yeah. Christmas smut's where it's at, apparently. I, I wrote a lot of I read a lot of uh Krampus smut last year. Krampus smut. I love smut. it. I yeah. love it. <laughs> it's funny because here Krampus I was. Smut. Well, I was thinking like Christmas smut. Maybe the reason it's like the only smut I'm kind of uh, about is because you know you have to be on the nice list. Naughty, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean right the now. naughty list could be fun too. But you and I, but have see, that I have gang. a praise king. Yeah, but you and so... I have that praise king. Yeah. How long does it usually take you to complete a novel? Um, let's. See. It takes me a while because I I also have a full time nine to five job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm mostly writing in the evenings or at, at um, lunch. So <sighs> Demon's Consort. I'm not going to use Demon's Consort because that took an inordinately long amount of time. Demon's Guardian, I probably wrote like in about like from soup to nuts, six, six months. Okay. Um, Demon's 3 is probably going to be about the same. I think it might be quicker if I could just write one thing at a time. Mm, but I yeah. can't. And what happened is, as I was writing Demons 3, I was struggling with it. And then I had this dream about this fully tatted, full body tattooed Asian vampire. <laughs> so then I had to write that. So just like anytime you have an idea, you just have to like write it out. I, guess? I will not always like okay. I will make notes of ideas to come back to later or I'll write a little bit of it and move on. This mm -hmm. one I just couldn't move on from. Yeah. So I think that novella is probably going to release in June. Okay. And I think Demons 3 will probably be out closer to the end of the summer. Okay. okay. See, that's still very prolific. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's still a lot. Yeah. You're like, I, I don't write that fast. I, you know, I don't. I, I have like three, two books coming out this year. I don't, you know. I have two books. I actually have three books I hope are coming out this year. I think. There you go. <laughs> I really all you like, can do is hope, I, right? Like, oh, I'd really like to get to the sequel to Vampire's Kiss, but I think that might be next year. 
instead. Mm. Um, but I, I'm writing it on Vela. So if people have Kindle Vela, they can they can read it there as well. But it kind of just depends if I can get out of my own way sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and if like sometimes it's just it's hard to sit down and write after working, like, you know, a nine, ten hour day job. Yeah. You know? And I'm single. I can't even imagine if I had kids how difficult that would be. Like I admire any parent that can do it and publish quickly. I'm not a quick writer. I know there are people who do rapid release. I'm not a rapid release writer. Yeah. I published something I think last September, maybe, and October, and I haven't published since. Well, not quite true. I am um, plotting stages, and I've been at plotting stages for like months now. Yeah. Um, so, like, I totally get it. And, like, and it's draining. Like, whether it it's children or animals or whatever it is, mm-hmm. or work or what, like, or it's housework. Yeah. Yep. Whatever yep. it is, it is draining. It, it is draining. It is. And um, I can say I actually was, I have been kind of published this year because the Discord I belong to, the Romance Riot, we actually published an anthology. Oh. Called Straighten Your Crown. And it's um, it's about strong females and strong friendships. And all of it's 15 of us. So there's 15 short stories. All of the proceeds go to benefit the National Women's Shelter. I love that. Yeah. So that's, that's av- Yeah, that's available uh, until June. And it's in KU. <gasps> we love Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Oh, all my stuff will always be in KU because KU saved my life during the pandemic. Oh, oh. fair. Yeah. I mean, I when so there was a little drama going on TikTok about like a KU strike and that yes. and I was like devastated. I was like, no, because like I do all my reading on KU. Um yep. like Canada um is very expensive for books. Yes. You're looking at minimum twenty dollars a book. Yep. And like there we have a lot of stories we want to read. Like we can't afford to spend thousands of dollars to get like whole like libraries. It's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your books are I have a couple of people who bought books in Canada. I was like, you know, I mean, I would have bought it for you and sent it to you and it still would have been cheaper. Or yeah, you can read it in KU. Like it's really expensive. But we but literally then, like, went to a bookstore in Vegas. Like here are us three girls going to Vegas and we're like, let's go to a couple bookstores because we went to yeah. more than one. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, let's buy we went to the bird one. That one was cool. And then we went to that dragon one. The dragon but one was first, but yeah. But that's the thing, it's like if we could break like we just bought books and then brought them back, and that was like cheaper. It was cheaper. <laughs> it was way cheaper than actually buying like from here because like like a minimum is twenty dollars a book and like you're paying like even maximum like 45 50 dollars a book depending on the thickness and what if it's hardcover Uh and what what whatnot like canada's expensive yeah (laughs) yeah you you guys are expensive for books so i'm always really grateful when i see someone from canada's bought a book i was like thank you that's so nice (laughs) ku has like saved me like because i spend the 10.99 or whatever it is a month and i read i read a lot ask jessica i read Mm -hmm. at least a book a day like I just Probably, and I yeah. yeah. My friend Sherry reads about a book a day. She reads very quick, and she's also a writer. The thing yeah. is, is it's it's to me, it's like it's fine if you're talking about a KU strike. That must be a nice luxury. Yeah, 
But I mean, I'm not making money here, really. I do it like I'm successful because people are reading my stories, not because I'm making money. Yeah. You know, and it's so I don't have people that are depending on it as an income, right? Exactly. I like, especially indie authors, indie authors don't always have the luxury of being able to go wide. You know what I mean? Like, most of my reads come from KU, and I'm grateful for them. Like, Same. I'm perfectly fine if people want to read it in KU and not buy the book. I'm happy about that. That's yeah. why I'm in KU. It, it's really hard, though, for indie authors also to get into our public libraries. Yes. And, oh, like, my, yeah. Yes. I've not so, been able to do that. So Yeah. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, just read from Libby because it's free. And I'm just like, well, a lot of our indie authors that I support personally um, – aren't in my Libby and I can no. request it all I want, but if I'm the only one, it's not going to do anything. Right. Um, I've requested totally... my own books. I can't like, I, you know, yeah. they haven't added <laughs> me. So yeah. Like I I've mean, requested yeah. a, sh- a shit ton. Like, yep. um, but unless you're traditionally published, yep. it is extremely hard to get into libraries. That's yep. so um, annoying. Absolutely. Yeah, it really yeah. is. There's, I mean, there's not a lot of, you know, avenues, you know, for, no. The indie not. author. Also, indie authors, reviews are love. Even star ratings, even if you just yeah. rate the book, that's that's love to us because that actually helps us in the Amazon algorithm. I know that which I hate that because okay, it drives me nuts. Well, I know because like I hate reviewing on Amazon, first of all, because you have to spend like so much money on Amazon and I've already canceled my Amazon because right. like I don't I don't really use it other than books. Um yep. so I canceled it. Rates? Do you do Goodreads? Yeah, I well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah right? I don't do Goodreads much either. I so don't I hear do I don't do Amazon, so it's like really hard, and I don't read reviews because right. um, what I like, someone else won't like. What someone else likes, exactly. I won't like. So there's no freaking point in mine. And when I want to write a <laughs> review, mm-hmm. that like what I say, so, like three other, four other people have said the exact same thing that I'm thinking. So I'm like, I can't do anything that's unique yeah. that yes. I can bring to the table. So what's the point? Yes. A larger, a larger, a larger author, somebody like maybe like Katie Roberts, Yeah, I will give a star rating to, but they don't necessarily need, she doesn't necessarily need my yeah. review. Yeah, true. Um, so if I do a review, I try and do it for like authors that like um are like under a certain number. I yeah. star rate every book that I read at yes, like if it's on my Kindle, because my Goodreads is attached to my Kindle. Yep. And right when you're done your book, it'll be like yep. you want to give I a star the, rating. Yep, star I do the rate. same. And that's, that's fine. That also five. helps. Everything all the gets five, by the way. Like <laughs> I don't even care. Oh, I'm you're like, a sweetheart. Five, 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 five. Um, because if I finish the book, it's a five rating to me. That's all I'm saying. Right. If I can't finish the book, you don't deserve a rating, period. Right. But if I can finish it, you're a five to me. Yeah. Like I don't care. Um, but like I don't write reviews because like, okay, I want to be a writer. I really right. do. I get that. I get that. But writing blurbs and writing I'm gonna write your blurb. I blurbs told are hell. you. Yes, so Jessica's gonna write my blurb because I'm. Blurbs are hell. Yeah, they're hell. The we actually have like on the Discord the one of our channels is called Blurbatory <laughs> because we, we get we get help with our blurbs there, right? Because it's it's, no it's, it's awful. Like we can write fifty to seventy thousand word books. But you put three paragraphs to describe the book. And I couldn't even 
describe it to you guys, to you ladies. I was like, I don't know. People it's fall people in love and they together, have sex. Like, what do you I want? Yeah. I feel There's like it's probably play? it's probably also harder to like write a blurb for your own story because you know so much information about it, it versus if you're writing a blurb for someone else. That's why mm-hmm. I told you, Don, I would help yeah. you. So, I can write three paragraphs. That sounds about Mary. Perfect level. Because Jessica is a voice actress, so she's oh. going to narrate for me too. Like, oh, that's I will do my best. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's good to know people in high places, right? But, like, that's, that's very true. <laughs> like, as, as part of ratings, though, and stuff, like, it is so hard because, like, and I don't follow it. What you know? What I follow mm. on TikTok. If I see a video with like aesthetics of a book, and I'm yep. like, I would read that. Yep. See, that I'm like four, and I will do that on my page. I will be like, read this book. I loved it. That's that's as far as I go. That's my yep. rating. Like, I'm like, just do it. And like, I think that's fine because if you've got like a big enough following, and I'm, I'm, I'm small time, but like if you've got a big enough, you know, I need to talk about more books that I read. Yeah. But I think like I haven't like so far this year, I haven't read like a ton of, I think like book talk books. You know what I yeah. mean? And the ones that I have read are ones that I love and my friends have written them and I've talked about those. But yeah. I don't know that anybody wants to hear about like Deanna Rayborn's Killers of a Certain Age or... Sure they do. They do. Yeah. They do. Be- believe it or not, for friends. everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, and Because I'm, I'm reading the October Day series now, so... Yeah. And if you have a book that you can compare it to that like is a fan fave, mm-hmm. like that will like blow up. Like yeah. they don't, they don't even care. They'll just like, if you can compare. Um, so I'm it's really good, into dark romance. Right. <laughs> I'm really, really, really into dark romance. I, I might need why. to get some, I might need to get some Rex from you then. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I got, I got Rex. I got, I got them stacked. Um, so anyway, I'm really, really into that. And like, so I'll compare books. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, I read That Sick Love from okay. Jesse Hall. Okay. It, that was it, that blew up on TikTok. Um, but a lot of people compared it to Haunting Adeline, and I think that's what blew up her book. Oh, is okay. Because it, they compared it to Zade from Haunting Adeline in H.D. Carlton's book. Okay. I don't, I don't see the comparison. Okay. But that is what put her on the map. It's just because Interesting. she compared she compared a book that was really, really popular on Book Talk, and like I guess I had some similar, but not a lot. There was not really. <laughs> I didn't see it. I was like, this, Ugh. this was not it. But that's what put her on the map. So if yep. you can find anything that's even similar and be like, you should read this because yeah. I read this and it's similar, it'll blow up. Yeah, they, they won't care. They'll be Killers like, yeah, of okay. a certain, yeah, Killers of a Certain Age isn't like a romance. It isn't a dark romance. It's actually um, a book about for um retirement age lady assassins that sounds awesome it's a great great (laughs) book who are retiring and they discover that their own company that they've been working for are trying to assassinate them so they have to figure out like what's going on and who's behind it and basically off everyone else so it's believable what's the name of this book i'm writing it down (laughs) killers of a certain age killers of a certain age. Yep, that actually by, is a really good title, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, by Deanna Rayborn. And it's really good. She writes um, the Veronica Speedwell books. If Deanna Rayborn? Rayborn. Without okay. an E at the end, yeah. They're, they're really... I loved this book. I think I read it in, like, 
like I read it like I started it on a Saturday and finished it on Sunday. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. No, that sounds like such a unique book that I had to write it down. Like I had to, I had no choice. Like you, you won't find it on KU, but you should be fine. able to get it out of the library because I got it out of the library. Nice. That's, yeah. I'll, I'll find a way to find it. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. And she's, um, she's Gen X. So she's, I think a little older than me and the ladies are like in their sixties and they're still, you know, they're still in there, you know, assassinating, <laughs> they're assassinating people at their age. Fuck yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, yeah. I do want to ask something that we ask all the authors yes. on here. Uh, what advice would you give to a first-time author, a new author, someone that wants to become an author? Write the book. <laughs> that's always what just they write say. Write the book. Write the book. Just write. And the rest will come. But, like, find <laughs> – also, find community. Find, I like that one. Find your yes. people on TikTok. Find a Discord, like – when I joined the romance riot, I was actually thinking about maybe not writing anymore because I just felt very alone and very isolated. And then I found like, I found my community there and they, their support, like there are people that will support you. They will give you tough love. You know, you can find like people who will help you beta read and editors and arc readers and all kinds of stuff like that. So write the book, but also find your people, find your community because they will help you and yeah. never be afraid to ask questions. Even if you think it's stupid. No, that's great advice. Like being behind that. <laughs> well, that's why you need to get discord done. I know that's the only thing like, okay, so I just mastered come the, TikTok. Come, <laughs> to the, come to the romance riot discord. Come, come to us. Come to I us, will put it. Come to us, Don. Come, come to us, Don. Be one of us. Be one of us, Don. One of us. One of us. We're waiting. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any questions, Don? Um, I I had a bunch. Um, <laughs> you like lost them in the drink. <laughs> okay, I'm I am tipsy. I'm not gonna lie to you lost guys. Lost them in the sun. If it makes you feel better, I'm now drinking as well. Oh, good. We love we that. One of us. us. One, One of us. us. <laughs> a, po- um, a podcast where I can drink? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we love it here. That's how we um, started it. We're like, how can we drink on a schedule? Exactly. <laughs> Not be shamed for it. Like, <laughs> we're doing it anyway. We might as well make a game out of it. Um, what made you choose your genre? Um, it's what I liked reading. It's what I had started to like reading paranormal and urban fantasy. And I think it allows for a lot more freedom. I had tried to write contemporary and I've written a little contemporary. I tried to write historical back in like my twenties. This is the thing that stuck. Yeah. This is, it's the thing that stuck. It's the thing that I like to read. And, you know, with Demons of Paris, like with the Demons of Paris series, it takes place in Paris, you know what I mean? But I can make it whatever I want because they're demons and I like that. Demons are hot. Let's let's face it, they're hot. They are. Um, But going back to your historical thing, um, I gotta say, um, TikTok with their um, Bridgerton series, that's the only thing that got me into historical romances. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I couldn't get it. I've tried. I have tried. I understand. I don't read a lot of historical anymore. Um, I read Bridgerton, the Bridgerton series years and years ago. My favorite historical is a book by Julie Garwood that came out, I think, when I was like 
graduating high school in the late eighties called the bride. Okay. And I still reread it like every few years and it's still for me, it still holds up and not a lot of books that I read in my teenage years and early twenties do. Um, Kat Sebastian also writes a lot of great historicals, but she writes um, LGBTQ historicals, which are wonderful. Courtney Milan is a great historical writer as well. And she is very much like she's diversity is very important to her. I also think we owe one of the emojis to her, either poop (laughs) or a dinosaur. I can't remember which one. Oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> where, I want an emoji dedicated to right? me. Weird things I know. Yeah, apparently she's the one who like lobbied for either poop or a, a dinosaur, I think. I just can't remember which one it is. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I know a question that like uh, Jessica normally likes to ask. Um, plotter or pantser? Pantser. I assumed pantser, which is kind of why I was like, you know, I could probably read this because, like, just the fact that she's like, whenever I have an idea, I kind of like write it down, yep. you know, that kind of thing. Pantser. I was like, ah, Panther, yes. Somebody yeah. was reading one of my Vela stories for me, and you know, because I was trying to figure out if I should keep doing it. It was a Hades Persephone thing, mm. and they were like, "You should do it." Like, she's like, "I'm dying to see where it goes," and I was like, "Me too. I have no idea." <laughs> I don't know. It's just gonna do its thing. Like, yeah, whatever like, happens, happens. Like, Demon's Guardian was supposed to be one of the characters. Matthew it was supposed to be his book, but like, I started to like do other things in the book, and I was just mm-hmm. like, and then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just make it like a novelette. And then it ended up to be, and then it was too long for a novella. It's a <laughs> short novel because I just started cramming plot in. <laughs> it just it just happened it just, i was like, like i was like well this took on a life of its own i guess book three will be matthew's book <laughs> sorry <laughs> matthew you like, need to wait don't stay in their own lane they don't they, they don't. just they just are like you know what mom um uh, this is what we're doing we grew up uh we were your baby and now this is what's happening and yeah it just makes its own and sometimes it turns into a series it just, yep they just don't they don't in, care about what you feel. <laughs> in my head, Anya and Declan have sex about 100 pages later than they actually end up, end up having sex in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens. They were really into it. They were like, I was like, that's that's not what you were supposed to do. Stop <laughs> it. What happened? Like, behave yourselves. <laughs> exactly. Keep it in your pants, dude. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I have one last question, okay. and it's just, do you have any uh, rituals or anything that, like, gets you in the mood to write? I know you said you had to, like, basically schedule it wherever you can have find time. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> it's true. Um, I don't have any rituals. I don't, I don't watch TV, and I don't listen to music when I write. I listen to ambient sounds so that I don't get distracted. Oh. Yeah. So I have like I have like I have kind of rules. Like I I have to write at least for half an hour. It's like when I exercise, I have to do both for at least half an hour. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if it's still working, I keep going. If it's not, it's okay to quit. I'd rather have two hundred words than nothing at all. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So I just I just try to be disciplined about it, and I just I schedule it, but I don't have any specific rituals i just make sure that like i've exercised already and i've had dinner and there's nothing else going on to distract me 
That makes sense. Like, you know, like you just, you need a blank brain, sort of, mm -hmm. in a sense, right? Yeah. Where you have nothing that's going to bother you that is going to disrupt your creativity. It's exactly. just, so you can just do what you need to do. Exactly. Like I was lucky enough that I actually ended up writing a lot of words today. So I was very happy about that. Oh, that's great. So now I know that like for the rest of the evening, if I want to read, I'm just going to read because I've gotten almost 3,000 words written today. You know what I mean? Oh, you can do it guilt-free. Exactly. Because I will feel guilty if I'm reading and I haven't written anything. <laughs> and Jessica, no, I haven't written today. I'm sorry. Don't yeah. punish me. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I assumed you No haven't. judgment. Yeah. No judgment. I, I've had a hectic week, okay? I, like I, I know. That's why I haven't been on your ass this week as much because I know your life, Don. Yeah. So, this was not a writing week. You can it hop on that horse next week. I, yeah, I, You know, I was sick this week, so there were a few days I didn't write because I just didn't feel well. Yeah. yeah, I was all over the place. Bum knee, broken oh. tooth. It was like literally anything that could happen did happen. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then, yeah, my <laughs> husband was like, you know what? Let's go on a date. And I was like, that sounds great, but what that's the fuck are you going to take me? That's going to like not kill me. Like, yeah, that's you went to a buffet, so you had we options. See, that's um, awesome. Yeah, see, yeah. if somebody says to me, like, do you want to go out and have dinner? And if I was planning on writing, I'm going out and having dinner with my friends. Right? Food comes first, always. Always. <laughs> always. I don't writing care what's going on with my life. If you present food to me, I'm taking that. If brunch is happening, I'm going to brunch. I love Fuck brunch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mimosas and, like, right? eggs benedict. Right? It's just too, uh, just, it's a marriage. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you, Laurieanne, for again for coming on Opinionated Lushes and doing a reading for us. This was fun. This I was am, a lot of fun. This, this was, was fun. very fun. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty buzzed. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh I'm my trying God. to remember all my outro points. Um, I'm, I'm I'm pretty out. I'm I'm pretty shit faced. Let's not yeah, lie here. Out shitted. Like what was that, <laughs> that line? I'm pretty out. I'm pretty shit faced. What was Done, that? Guys, I'm going to bed after. This. Okay, Lori, if you want to plug any of your socials or where people can find your books, now is the time to do so. Great. So you can find me on Amazon, Lori Ann Cohen. Um, I'm in Ku. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at La Cohen Writes. Come join us on the Romance Riot Discord. Um, if you're a reader or a writer, we're not just romance, I promise. Um, and on Facebook, I'm Lorianne Cohen Author, I think. Yeah, Lorianne Cohen Author. I'm reading it at the bottom of the screen. Yay, me! Well, and we'll have links to, to all of that in the description below. So if you're listening to this, that's where you can find links right away. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Plus so, the yeah. at the bottom. It's just going by. Just that's, yeah. that's We just want to remind yes. you who's on. Exactly. Yeah. Read my book so I can buy more mimosas. Yes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> we all need mimosas here. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Lori. And thank you so much for everyone that's been listening. And uh, we'll see you next week with the ne next author. Have a good thank night. You. Have good a good night, guys. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code 
code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We hope you enjoyed this episode. There's a new episode of Opinionated Lushes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And unedited episodes Saturday on YouTube. Have a cocktail suggestion? A topic of interest? A good drinking word? Feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at opinionatedlushes at gmail.com. See you next week. Don't forget your drinks. And your opinions. 